This is a LifeGate Church podcast. Tune in to hear from our team as we encourage you to discover the freedom and purpose that Jesus offers. If you want to find out more about who we are, visit lifegate.org.au. Sorry about that. I hadn't cleaned my teeth before I left home and I really needed to get it done because I can't do anything without clean teeth. It was ingrained into me as a child. You clean your teeth first thing in the morning, last thing at night, and before you do anything important. And talking to you guys is important, so I had to clean my teeth. Uh, Sorry about that. Why? Why is cleaning teeth so important? Why was it ingrained in me as a child? Well, I think obviously my parents didn't want to pay expensive dentist bills. They were hoping that by teaching us how to clean our teeth, we'd keep nice, clean teeth and... We wouldn't get holes and we wouldn't need teeth being removed and fillings and all of those things. It didn't stop them from getting expensive orthodontic bills because of teeth that didn't do the right things, but they saved on cavities. Cleaning teeth was a big deal. In fact, do you remember, as a child, we used to have these things called disclosing tablets and you used to put them in your mouth and break them and this red dye would stain all the plaque on your teeth red, and we used to have to clean our teeth until it was all gone and used to take forever. I don't clean my teeth for that long anymore, but that was a big deal, cleaning teeth and getting it. It was a really... um, Our parents spent a long time getting us to do that. And I guess it worked because I can't stand that furry teeth feeling and I always have to clean my teeth. Why am I talking about cleaning teeth and doing that? It's because my um, topic today is about routine and spiritual warfare. I remember very distinctly before um, going to India that we were in a church and being prayed over before leaving and... um, I don't remember who was praying the prayer. I don't even remember which church because we were being sent out by a number of churches. We were in a few places and had been prayed for a lot. But this particular prayer really stuck in my spirit. And the person praying prayed over us and just and said, remember that your daily routine is spiritual warfare. Your daily routine is spiritual warfare. And it really stuck in my spirit. And it, the Holy Spirit brings it to mind even to this day. That's why I'm talking on it because when I thought about what was I going to talk to you about, that's what the Holy Spirit told me was talk about your daily routine is spiritual warfare and being the beginning of the year, January, it's a good time to rethink those things. What's in your life? What are you doing and how is that affecting you? And you might be sitting there thinking, how is your daily routine spiritual warfare? Well, if you think about protecting something, so say your house, for example, you go, you've just been away on holidays. Did you go around like I did beforehand and made sure that all the windows were locked and where I didn't have a good window lock, I put down, you know, a piece of wood or something to stop them from opening the windows and check that all the um, locks and everything were secure. Why? Because it only takes one unsecured window for a thief to get in easily. Just one unsecured window. 
negates all the other things that you have in place. It's the same with, say, a walled city that has a wall for uh, protection. There's no good having a really, really strong wall if you have an unlocked gate through the wall or you've let one part of the wall crumble and decay. The rest of the wall becomes doesn't work because there's a way that the enemy can get in. And that's how I see your daily routine. In fact, not just your daily routine, but your weekly, monthly, even yearly routines, but we'll focus on daily today. Your daily routine is like that because it puts basic things in place that set you up for wins and prevents the enemy from getting footholds in your life that they can cause havoc with. And let's look at some of those things. Some of them you, you, you probably can already sit here and say, I know what she's going to say, but it's worth rethinking because there are all different seasons in life. Your, what is in your life changes all the time. As a mum, you, and mums really know it, life changes all the time depending on where your kids are at. I'm in a new stage of life. My husband passed away three years ago. All my kids have moved out now. Sarah, my youngest, moved out a couple of months ago and now I'm at home totally on my own. And in all of those times, my daily routine and the different jobs I've had have all changed and I've always reworking what's working in my daily routine. And of course, as a Christian, my number one priority is putting God in my daily routine. Proverbs puts it this way, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. That's what needs to be in my life first. I need to make sure, and the fear of the Lord here doesn't mean in a scared kind of way, it means in an honouring, um, understanding who he is and his awesomeness and the fact that he's the creator and that he made me and that he knows me better than anybody. It's having a right, seeing the Lord in the right way and that's what it's meant by fear. And if you put him in the right place, then you're going to be able to develop wisdom and knowledge and understanding. It's the first thing that I need to put in my daily routine. One of my favourite, yeah, so that's what I've got here. The first building block of your daily routine is your relationship with God. It's the most important thing because he made you and he knows you best and if you work with him, then the rest of life tends to work out. One of my favourite scriptures is, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. It's a theme in scripture about things being on a daily basis. And I love this scripture because and I often quote it in the morning. Thank you, Lord, that your mercies are afresh because I stuffed up yesterday and I need your mercy afresh today. I need to know that I get to have a fresh start today. I can do it differently to how I did it yesterday. It, his mercies is always there. It's always fresh. He's always willing. If you come to him asking for forgiveness and for wanting a fresh start, he's always up for giving that for you. So you need it's so start your day reflecting on the fact that he is faithful and that his mercies never end. 
Deuteronomy puts it in another way. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your strength and with all your, sorry, with all your soul and with all your strength. Those verses are reiterated by Jesus when he talks about the most important commandments. Deuteronomy goes on to say, These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. So when you lie down at night and when you get up in the morning, remember that there's one Lord and that you want to love him with all your heart, mind, soul and strength. And that it says too here before, didn't it? Impress them on your children. So just as much as you teach them how to clean their teeth and make that really important and the importance of cleanliness, taking showers, all of that kind of stuff. I, um, if I was uh, reading a post by Nina Gordon, who is that, go, that family goes to our Preston church, and one of her sons said to her, Mum, when do I need to stop taking showers? And she said, when you're dead. Yeah, we have to take showers. There's reasons apart from just smelling, but it keeps us healthy and our skin healthy. So just as much as we impress on our children the need for clean teeth and clean bodies, we need to also impress on them that we need to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind and strength. That needs to become just as much a part of your daily routine. Talk about them all the time. So... Yes, we want to start the day and end the day with the Lord, but we also want to make it a habit of talking to the Lord throughout our days that he's the one that we turn to to ask his opinion on things, to ask help, to ask for forgiveness when we stuff up along the way. We need to be doing it in whatever we're doing, when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. God is meant to be an integral part of our day. And I also love this scripture from Timothy. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And so I take from that verse that we need to incorporate scripture daily into our lives. Scripture is one of the ways in which we get to know God and what his plans are for us and what works best in our lives is knowing his word. And so along with knowing God, one of the ways we do that is through studying his word, which is the Bible. And it's good to put some form of that on a daily basis in small amounts, but setting some time aside even weekly or monthly to do something a bit more in depth. There's so many different aspects to our daily routine that we can think about. I'm going to just run through some of the ones that I think are important. And maybe it's some of these will gel with you and think, yeah, I need that's something that I need to work on this year. And let me just say that I am always working on my daily routine. I'm a very easily distracted um, I need, person. I prefer to have um, structure imposed on me because I'm not good at doing it myself. So if this is an area you struggle 
in. The reason I'm preaching on it is because it's an area I struggle in and I'm always reviewing it. And ironically, always when I'm preaching on something, it's often I've really struggled this week with my routines and I suddenly got a lot of extra time and I didn't think I used that extra time necessarily very well. I prefer to be busy and not have lots of extra time because then I tend to fill my time up with important stuff. When I get extra time, then I, that's when I tend to watch too much television and play too many computer games and I love reading so I can read for way too long. It's not always productive stuff. It's okay to be not productive sometimes, but yeah, we need to be using our time wisely. And right at this point, I want to say well, I'm talking about daily routine. There is a weekly routine and scripture has um, put the idea of seven days. God rested on the seventh day. The fourth commandment is about the Sabbath and that we need to take a day of rest. So one day a week, should, your routine should look different to the other days. That's what I think of as, as a Sabbath, is you have a, a routine of sleep and work and eating and all those things for six days, and then that changes up on the seventh day. And that change in routine should refuel you, recreate you, give you energy to get back into the other six days. And that will look different for different people, but it's there in Scripture, that rhythm of six days of working and doing everything and a seventh day where it changes up and we remember that God is God and we take a rest from work and maybe that's the time when you have more time to spend with God or to study his word, do something fun. But I'm a great believer in the Sabbath. So what are some of the other areas that we might want to put into our daily routine? The first one I put because I find in our busy world it's really not made a priority, and that's sleep. Psalm 127 verse 2 says, In vain you rise up early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. He grants sleep to those he loves. Do you believe God loves you? Well, then he grants you sleep. But you have to take advantage of that. I'm a burn candles at both ends. I'm both a night person and a morning person. I like afternoon naps. That's often when I have to catch up on sleep because I can easily get a second wind late in the night and keep going. This year, one of the disciplines I've really tried to put in my life is getting to bed earlier. For me, that's like getting to bed and by about 10, 10.30 instead of midnight. And when I do that, when I get a good routine on my sleep, lots of other stuff falls into place because you all know what happens when you don't get enough sleep. Young parents, we've got a few new babies and you're talking to the parents, to Samantha Bulmer and others, their biggest thing is sleep. It is so wonderful when your baby finally sleeps through the night and you can get that extra rest. Because what happens to us when we don't sleep? We get irritable and tired and we're more likely to lash out or have arguments or just not be as gracious when we are sleep deprived. And for a lot of people, sleep deprivation is just a state of being. But it's not good for our health. It's not good for our relationships. Uh, sleep is definitely something that we need to make a priority in our daily routines. And it helps to have a regular bedtime 
and a regular time to get up. Another area, of course, is work. We do have to work. Proverbs tells us how long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man. And you might be thinking, hey, you just told me to sleep, and now this verse is telling me not to sleep. It's a balance. It's saying if we don't make work a priority, that's a problem too. So we need to have sleep in its correct place in order to have the energy and the strength to work well. It's a balance. And that's really a lot about our daily routine is getting a balance. But work is important. Yeah, there's other places in Scripture where it says if you don't work, you don't eat. And there's a lot of places in the world where that's true, that if you don't work, you don't eat. Here in Australia, we have a wonderful welfare system that means if we can't work, then we do still get to eat because sometimes that's enforced on us. But if there's definitely a principle in Scripture about if you work hard and you're diligent and you're faithful and loyal, then that will bring a blessing and um, a richness that you wouldn't have otherwise. So work is important. We need to make it a priority. Again, that cycle that we were talking about of Sabbath rest, working six days, resting one. Relationships need to be a priority in our daily routine. Firstly, our relationship with God. But there's also this verse, again, that puts things in a daily perspective. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry and do not give the devil a foothold. So again, that idea of daily Make sure your relationships are doing well daily, that you um, deal with stuff and that you don't go to bed angry with somebody because that's when the enemy comes in. Have you ever had that? You've had a fight with your wife or with a colleague or something and then you spend all night stewing on it. You don't sleep well. And the more you let it go on and don't deal with it, it just turns into all kinds of horrible things bitterness, unforgiveness, anger. Deal with it daily. Make Keep your relationships on an even keel daily. Don't go to bed with your relationships undealt with. And, yeah, so, again, you've got to work out what relationships are a priority for you. Is it a wife or a husband? Is it your children? Um, making room for friends, especially non-Christian friends, what do you need to make room in your daily, weekly, monthly schedule for to ensure that your relationships are strong and the enemy doesn't get a foothold? And, of course, there's health. This year, last year, one of the things that I've made a priority is trying to do more on exercise. I haven't tackled the weight thing yet, as you can tell. Um, I but I have tackled um, the exercise thing, so I do some form of exercise basically every day. Walking is a big one, but this year I've added in strength training in the last six months, and it's been really great. I've really noticed the difference on how it has really helped me cope better with day-to-day -day activities, getting stronger. And because um, some of you know I had a knee replacement a couple of years ago, and having had a bad knee for many, many years, my body, I just wasn't able to do a lot of things and now I can do them again. And so, I, yeah, I've been putting energy into doing some strength works, workouts and making sure I do 
some form of exercise every day and that's really good. My goal in my daily routine for 2021 is to get healthy eating in there. And health is important in your daily routine. You have to give it a priority because if you're... In health is for the long term. It's not just how you feel now, but it's how you're going to have longevity into the future to be able to serve God. So health is an important part of your daily routine. Good eating, exercise, and I put us through that one in there, regular health checkups, because I know, especially in this year with COVID-19, we haven't all been doing, we've been staying away from doctors and things, but regular health checkups are a wise thing to have in your routines as well. I love this saying from Aristotle. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. I'm just going to say it again because it's worth having that just sink in. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. And I don't know if you read biographies very much, but if you read biographies of successful people, they're successful because they have stuff put in place in their lives that is habit, and that habit sets them up for excellence. And that's what I'm really talking about, and it's a part of this whole your routine is spiritual warfare, is that... Um, yeah, if you put the right habits in your life, it sets you up for wins. And when the tough times come along, it gives you a foundation or something that's in there that helps you keep going. I know when my husband passed away, I um, became very conscious of about a month or two after um, he'd passed away and I was kind of, you know exhausted and tired and depressed and about all the changes and um, I remember thinking I need something to focus on that gets me out of this so I got a dog. Many, some, quite a few of you have met my lovely Labradoodle Ali but he, caring for him, got me back into a good daily routine, going for a walk every morning, having to make sure that he was fed and looked after took focus off me and onto him was great for my mental and physical health. Sometimes you can do things like that to help with your daily routines that help you set up for a win. Having your relationship on God with track on track sets you up for a win. Having good physical health means you're not going to get as sick or have as many um, problems with how your body functions if you're doing well with your health. It sets you up for a win. What you read and what you do, all these things if, uh, become habits. And so it brings me on to the fact that in order to have good things in life, there may be some things you have to like take out of your daily routines. And they're not necessarily bad things. They might be just some things that you're spending too much time on. I know when I'm not super busy, I can spend too much time watching Netflix. I like movies and television. I love reading, so I can spend way too much time reading. And I actually like computer games too, so I'm just like, I can spend a lot of time playing computer games and watching television at the same time. It's a nice way sometimes to unwind 
but I, could, I can do too much of it at the expense of some of the other things that I should put in my daily routine. I'm sure you can think of things like that for yourself. So what have we talked about so far in terms of that? We've talked about that we need to put God first, that the beginning, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and that his mercies are new every day. We need to put God first. When he's first, other things tend to fall into place. Um, I didn't put it in there, but the verse from Matthew comes to mind, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. And it comes after him talking about things like clothes and food and provision. If you put God first, the other things tend to follow. We talk, So we talked about putting God first. We talked about things sleep and work and relationships and your health. There's probably other things you can think of. kind of goes without saying that cleaning your teeth and taking a shower in there, eating and drinking water, all of those things, they're um, kind of taken for granted that they'll be a part of your normal routines. What areas do you need to focus on? What areas do you need to review in your routine to ensure that your walls are strong and that the enemy will struggle to get a foothold in your life? Things come and the enemy will throw stuff at you. But if you have a strong wall, if you have your windows and doors guarded, then he's going to struggle to have any significant impact on you. Um, in my life, I've seen that again and again in facing difficulties and trials because of my daily routines and the things that have become habits, I've weathered storms much in, not, I don't want to say easily, but it's just been, it's meant that I've been able to stand. So I encourage you to think about as we come into this new year, how do you need to adjust your daily routines? What things do you need to take as a priority. Just take a few moments to think about that. Okay, for some of you uh, listening to this, maybe you haven't put God first. Maybe you haven't even started with God and that you need to, yeah, do what that verse in Proverbs says, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is putting him in his right place. And so... I want to give you an opportunity this morning to put God in the right place, to acknowledge that he sent his son Jesus to die and pay the price for you so that you can be in a relationship with him because his mercies are new every morning. So I'm just going to say a prayer now. And if you want to put God first in your life, then pray along with me. God, thank you that your mercies are new every morning and I want to put you first. 
Forgive me for not putting you first. Forgive me for all the things that I've done wrong. And I give my life to you and commit to putting you first. Thank you that you have a plan and a purpose for my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that, either the, for the first time or, or it's a genuine, I just want to get my life on track with you, then please, um, if you're in the building, talk to somebody, the prayer team or somebody you came with that you trust, share that you made that decision. Online you can connect and press the prayer button and share with the person there online about what's happening. I encourage those of you here, that if the prayer team comes forward, the prayer team will be here. You can um, come for prayer or if you're online, just click the prayer button and somebody will pray with you, either about things that have been raised up this morning or maybe something else is going on in your life and you want prayer. Please feel free to come forward and uh, thank you and enjoy the rest of your day. Well, hey. Thanks for joining us on the LifeGate Church Podcast. Our church is a place to discover the freedom and purpose that Jesus offers. 